Yo, 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 what is up, Money Man Prediction family? It's your boy, Eddie Too Rich, and I'm here to cover the slate on May 6th. Today, we have 15 MLB games, two NBA games, and one NHL playoff game. Shit, let's get to it. All right, we're starting off in NBA. First game of the day, we got New York Knicks taking on the Miami Heat. And I'm expecting Jimmy Butler to play in this game. Um, he definitely set out game two to try to rest up his ankle some more because he probably was at like 50%, honestly. And then, um, you know, they had these little three games, three day rest days, basically. I, I don't like that because it really makes it helps a team get, it really helps a team get healthy and, you know, it takes away from the series, I feel like, these long layoffs. And so, and also, you know, I wanted to see, you know, the teams play, get this out the way. I mean, the more fast-paced, the better. And so I think in this spot, though, the plus four for the Knicks looks really, really enticing because I think a lot of people going to be on Miami. Already the money, 92% of the money is on Miami, thinking that their home field advantage is just, you know, end-all, be-all. So, I I mean, I really think the Knicks are in a good spot to win this game. This is the first time that everybody's actually playing, like Randall and Jimmy Butler, potentially. And so, I think that's going to be the difference because I think Randall's going to kill Kevin Love or Bam Adebayo. I mean, Randall just needs to just go to the paint. He don't need to just shoot these jumpers. Like, that's his problem. He keeps trying to act like he's like, has this this Carl Anthony Towns type shit in him. Like, I just want to be a shooter. Dude, you're six nine. You're a slasher. Go go get go get a bucket, man. You know, you'll solve a lot of the Knicks problems just driving in, going to go get a bucket. So yeah, I think he's gonna do that. And I think it's gonna be a dog fight. So if even if the Heat win, it's gonna be like off a quick, you know, maybe a little buzzer beater shot or, you know, a two or three point game, but if if not, I think the Knicks are going to win, honestly. So, but I think the Knicks are going to take this game, honestly, and give me the points to be safe. But I'm definitely going to sprinkle some on the money line. So, Knicks plus four. Yes, sir. That's how we going. All right. So, next game is going to be Golden State taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. And Golden State won a, I would say, a fake-ass game. They, you know... There was some stat that said like teams were like nineteen and one since uh twenty nineteen if they took a loss into the home team. So, you know, I didn't I didn't even I misread that stat and that's what happened on the the game two pick because I was like, Oh, well the Lakers got good momentum and they made that adjustment for to Jermichael Green or whatever and you know they allowed him to just shoot whatever three he wanted. And, you know, he even outscored AD, which is crazy. I mean, so, you know, AD plays every other game. So I think that this is going to be the game where he finally looks at himself and like, look, I'm the tallest guy on the floor. I'm the most dominant player in this series. Because, I mean, honestly, the Lakers now, is it's AD's team. I mean, if you're not paying attention to what the how the patterns go, you know, this is AD's team. Like, I get LeBron is, you know, this, the the best 38-year-old we ever seen, you know, and putting up all these points, 30 points a game or whatever. 
But the team doesn't have no motion if AD doesn't do anything, bro. So, like, that's something that you have to look at. Whenever AD has bad performances, look at the Lakers' win-loss record. Is LeBron able to elevate the team and pick up for AD slot? I don't think so. So I think the Lakers are going to make an adjustment. They're, they need to give Austin Reed, honestly, less minutes. I mean, he's really a traffic cone out there on defense. Like, he's been letting players get 30 on him. They had let Desmond Bain get 30 on his head, let Klay Thompson get 30 on his head. So, like, I mean, stop hyping this man up. We need to cut this Austin Reed, Reeve hype up. I mean, cut this shit off because it's not – it's not it. Like, he's not a good player. Like, I don't see what's spectacular about him. Like, I get you're hyping him up to get the bag, but, like, it's going to be like, I feel like if you sign him to a contract, he's going to be worse than Duncan Robinson getting that six-year, $90 million contract or five-year, whatever the fuck it was. Like, I don't see Austin Reeves being a $100 million player like everybody's trying to hype him up to be. He's not worth it. I mean, he has his games where he has his spurts, but yeah, but he's volume shooting. It's not like it's efficient shooting. Like, he's just going like like 9 for 12 from the field, you know, making his jumpers and then going like 4 for 4 for 3. It's not like he's doing that shit. He just, he's just volume shooting. So, I mean, I just think it's a good spot to back the Lakers in this, in this spot. I feel like AD is going to go off. LeBron. Uh, Rui has been going off for the Lakers too. He has been great for them. So, and Vanderbilt's been playing pretty good defense on Curry. I don't think they should make the adjustment making Rui in the starting lineup because they need that defense on Curry. Unless you're going to bench Austin Reeves, but I doubt they'll do that. So, give me the Lakers in this position. All right, MLB man. Yesterday we cashed on two of our upset specials: the Astros and also. The Tigers, Detroit Tigers, plus 190. Come on, man. All right, let me try to give y'all guys some bangers today. So first game we're going to go to is the Boston Red Sox taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. And I like the Red Sox, plus 120 in this spot. I seen Corey Kluber throw a no-hitter in person versus the Rangers. So I, I trust this pitcher, even though he's starting off really slow, with a 6.44 ERA and, you know, 1-4 one, one loss record. But the person he's going against is 0-5 with a 5.0 ERA. So, I mean, it, this game could go either way. Boston is the better offense in this spot. I mean, Yoshida is amazing. Shout out to Yoshida. Like, he's on this 15-game hit streak. He's amazing. Like, he needs to be brought up in all Rookie of the Year talks because he's he's the best player in the AL right now. I mean, no disrespect to anybody else, but he's the most exciting right now. So, and Devers is still Devers. You know, they, they picked up Turner, and they have Verdugo, which is another good player. He's very solid. So, I mean, give me Boston in this spot. It's a no-brainer. They've won three straight versus Philly, including a 15-3 win. This year, they have, they're they a 3-0 versus Philly. So why not back them? Give me the Boston Red Sox in this spot. And they have been the hottest. They've been playing the hottest baseball in the league So and with the hottest offense. So I don't think Philly can keep up. Give me Boston in this spot as my upset special. 
there we might there might be some more. Stay tuned. All right. So next game I want to touch on is the Minnesota Twins taking on the Cleveland Guardians. And another pitcher that's outperforming a lot of expectations is Sonny Gray, even mine, because he used to be a Yankee and he was really bad. But now he's actually turned into one of the best pitchers in the league miraculously, which is crazy. But he has a 0.77 ERA, which is elite, a 4-0 ERA, I mean a 4-0 win-loss record, and I think that's a good spot to back him. Um Buxton has been looking great. Correa has been trying to improve somewhat. He's been making some key hits. Polanco's still a great player. Miranda's great. Solano, Vasquez, like, they have a solid lineup. I mean, as you go through it, they have about six or seven good hitters in the lineup daily, which is definitely great to have because you need to have that depth in your lineup because you can't just have pitchers having little skips that they could just go by and just be like, okay, I get this double play from this guy every time. But they don't have that in their lineup no more. They're starting to fill all the holes up. So I think it's a good spot to back uh, the Minnesota Twins over the Cleveland Guardians. Um, Minnesota won the game yesterday, and the Guardians just look just look really bad. They're, they're, they lost four out of their last five. They just look still broken from the Yankee series. So... I think that's a good spot to keep back in Minnesota, especially with a great pitcher on the mound for the low price. They're not giving him respect yet because they're still thinking he's old Sonny Gray. But, you know, this is new year, new him, I guess. So give me <laughs> the fighting Sonny Grays and the Minnesota Twins in this spot. Okay. The next game I want to pick is, I guess, the most exciting series of the weekend. The Dodgers versus uh, the Padres, man. And Tatis had a two-run home run game yesterday. It, it was very electric. Like, I felt like I was in the game watching the game last night. And I'm like, damn. But, yeah, so Dusty May is going against Blake Snell. And usually, I mean, I don't really trust Blake Snell most of the time. But when the Padres offense is going how they're going, you got to keep backing them. And so, especially the way the Dodgers, they're not the same team, man. And it seems like the Padres kind of are starting to take over from being little brother to becoming, all right, we're twins almost. Like, I don't want to say they're big brother yet, even though they sunned them in the playoffs last year. But we're not going to talk about that. But they they are starting to take over now. And I think that... It's gonna it's a, it's a new it's a new sibling race going on for them. So I think that it's a good spot to back the Padres. Low money line. Blake Snell could get it done. And I think it's just gonna be an overtype game. It's gonna be a high scoring game, electric and fun. Cause they want they want to bring the fun back to baseball. And Tatis is a superstar to do that. And Mookie Betts is more of the conservative, you know, great right fielder. So I think that you know, it's kind of fun seeing the two dynamics with Tatis being all vocal, crazier, and fun. And Mookie Betts is like, all right, I'm just here to play and get shit done. So I think that's a good spot to back the Padres. Juan Soto has been heating up. Bogarts is Bogarts, you know. And Machado is always Machado. And Cronenworth has been looking good. And Grisham, you know, shout out to him getting that gold glove yesterday. That was big. And so I think it's a good spot to back the Padres in this. All right, let's go to my last segment, the King of the Ice segment. And, you know, yesterday we did really, really good with the 
Hurricanes going off, winning six to one, which is crazy. And so tonight we have the Edmonton Oilers versus the Vegas Golden Knights. And I think it's a great spot to back the Vegas Golden Knights. There's a lot of money on the freaking Oilers. 95% of the money's on the Oilers. 72% of the bets is on the Oilers, which is crazy. And, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights won 6-4. to four. They were the underdogs in their, in their first game, too. And they have been looking good. And, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights are 25-15 and 15 at home. They're 15 and 11 as an underdog, so they win as an underdog, which is good. I I trust them in this spot. I feel like it's a great spot to back them, especially at plus money. So give me the Vegas Golden Knights as my NHL player of the day. And all right, this wraps up another episode of the Money Man Prediction Podcast, where money is made every podcast. It's your boy, Eddie Too Rich. Please continue to follow us on IG at Money Man Predictions, on Twitter is Money Man PS Inc. And also, please continue to, we're on Spotify and Apple, so please continue to subscribe. Until then, till next time, peace, let's cash.